Beats. Welcome, welcome, family. This is the Brief Podcast, and I'm Ra, also known as Seven. And um, wow, I'm glad that we're back again for another great week, for another great show. Um, there's a lot going on. I hear right now, especially with the uh, COVID-19 situation. And um, in particular, man, here in South Carolina, I just read some very, very staggering uh, news and some statistics on yesterday that I wanted to share before we kind of got started. In the state of South Carolina and all counties, there has been 2,552 cases confirmed of the COVID-19 And 63 people have died from this horrible tragedy that continues to plague us here in the Carolinas, also nationally, and unfortunately the world as well. The second part of the article, to me, was just as alarming. You see, it stated that 46% of the deceased here in the Carolina were all African-Americans. And that's alarming to me because African-Americans only make up about 27% of South Carolina's population. So what I would like to do for all 63 lives that have been lost to this incredulous disease, I would like to take a moment of silence for the folks that we've lost here in Carolina, also in the US, and also around the world. Please join me. And so, what this really reminds me of is something that something I've been talking to loved ones and friends alike over the years about the subject of disparity and what disparity looks like in the daytime is what the second part of the article represents. African Americans or black people in particular losing their lives at such a more alarming rate than the average person. And the reason for that is because of one thing that I can honestly give account to and that one thing is lack lack of access to health education, medicine, some insurance, resources, and lastly, lack of access to knowledge. And unfortunately, on a worldwide scale, anytime there's something this gigantic or something of a large magnitude that's affecting a large group of people, black people because we're normally the last people in a group to have 
we're affected the most and we're affected the most first. So I would like to say, man, again, we we really, really got to do something about this because this is some the entire thing is it's, it's just not acceptable. So today's conversation, today's beautiful conversation that I would like to have with you, family, I welcome you to sit down with me and I want to talk to you about self-forgiveness, something that I battled with over the years, many years ago. And, um, It can be a hurtful, harmful thing. And one thing is true about it is this. I don't care who you are. You would never be able to love another person. Or honestly give yourself to another. If you're not whole within yourself. Many try it. (laughs) But many also fell miserably at it but that story is rarely told <laughs> so yeah self-forgiveness self-forgiveness man this one is near and dear to me because this is one of the things that helped save my life young man running around thinking that the world is your playground Not even realizing that, man, hurt people hurt people. And so we define self-forgiveness as the willingness to abandon bitterness, resentment, and or anger of past actions that we've committed. And oddly enough, abandoning these things sometimes takes time because coming up or growing up most of us aren't taught that this is a real thing most of us aren't even told that we should forgive ourselves so we grow up or assume the role of an adult trying to find ways to navigate through hurt in utilizing words like I love you and I forgive you but truth be told there's no truth in it or very little you see you can't forgive someone else if you don't have the tools to know how to forgive and that starts with self the same with respect the same with love even the same with self care so when I think about self forgiveness there's a few words that comes to mind words like guilt shame so here's the thing you see guilt and shame they are a couple and like some couples over the years we've seen They bicker. They argue. They have power struggles. 
guilt and shame is no different. You see, guilt's a motivator. And guilt is all about what you've done. Wow, shame. Shame, (laughs) man, she has the ability to cut you deep. Because shame, shame deals with you at your core of who you identify yourself to be. Like who you are. And it can be very, very paralyzing. Keeping you from not moving forward. And for me, it took me some time to realize this. That the husband and the wife needed to get out of my life. But before they left, you know, I found myself like every other young man probably making excuses of why I did what I did, when I did what I did. (laughs) I was foolish. And again, man, yo, hurt people hurt people. That's real. No doubt. No doubt. And so, I found myself making excuses. And I realize now, as a 40 plus year old man or individual who has learned from his mistakes, that these excuses was only a shield that I was afraid to walk outside naked transparent so these excuses they offered me shelter and it didn't matter who I was hurting it didn't matter how long I was not the person that I was destined to be Those excuses offered me comfort. So I thought. Because the real truth is what those excuses really did. They took time away. And every single day. The guilt. The shame. (laughs) They fueled these excuses to strip away my self-worth. So what happens is if you're with someone in a relationship or your friends or even having a child sometimes or being a son or a daughter, whoever that loved one is, who's bold enough to call you on your shit. You see, guilt, shame and excuses, they all get together and they devise a plan. And they said, man, listen, who are they? Who are they to tell us different? Who are they to make you feel like you're worthless? So what happens? It's kind of that thing like the angel on the one shoulder and the demon on the other shoulder. Because this has been your way of living for quite a while. 
you give into it. And then you realize that during conversations, you find yourself saying a lot of shit that you will soon regret. And emotionally, you find yourself living in a very out of control state of being. Saying things and doing things that you definitely will soon regret. And so for me, I realized that hurting people that I cared about wasn't cool. There was another way. At least I was hoping that there was. And so I had to find reasons to learn to forgive myself. But I'm not going to lie. It's definitely a road to recovery. And that road sometimes can be long. But I made it. And the first stop on that road was an exit ramp of acknowledgement. And man, getting off here. This is not a rest stop at all. This one is probably one of the most difficult ones of, of all of them. Because who wants to look at themselves in a mirror? Life's mirror. And say, man, you know what? I ain't worth shit. <laughs> but it's necessary. It's so necessary. And so you got to go back. Oftentimes way back to childhood, you know, where we weren't told or taught properly how to forgive ourselves along the way so we could be a little bit more productive as adults and start digging up and uncovering, looking under those rocks and taking full responsibility of all the things that we've done and then from there you hop back in your car you drive a few more miles reflecting and as uncomfortable as this may feel it's starting to get better so the next exit a big sign reads let go of all the past mistakes. Wow. Letting go of all past mistakes. Again, is another huge feat. Simply because it takes a while to even acknowledge them. But that's done now. And this again when shame begins to show his ugly face again. Because she doesn't love you. She wants to keep you paralyzed. And once you figure out from doing the work, how to let go of the past mistakes, through acknowledgement, through accountability and responsibility, man, the next step is you have to make a full commitment to love yourself better in order to be better. 
and I remember this day like yesterday with tears strolling down my face because you see being unaware you really don't realize how much you've really missed in life all because you've been unaware the whole time and you have tried to love and love and love and give, give, give to others (laughs) but all along your tank's been on E so you can't give but once this commitment is made you begin to see a small bit of light at the end of the tunnel you begin to feel lighter you begin to feel more alive and what's happening is you begin to heal and as we begin to heal some really really important new attributes begin to come and they replace the guilt the shame and the excuses and the just crazy outburst of being out of control emotionally at times the newness that comes along with healing is being able to trust yourself being able to love yourself being able to respect yourself And all in turn, being able to care for oneself. So yeah, (laughs) self-forgiveness. Yeah, this one saved my life. And it made me a better person. Friend. Father. Individual. And on and on. So take care, friends. And know that you can do it. Self-forgiveness awaits. Acknowledgement awaits. Responsibility awaits. Love awaits. Care for yourselves. Be careful. No matter what. Always. And I mean always remember. That you are first. And that you are important. And that God loves you and I do too. Brief family. I appreciate you. 100%. Love.